0: Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is a podcast where I count down the top 10 first issues debuting this week on New Comic Book Day. This is episode number 284 for September 1st, 2021. Spoiler alert, there will be minor spoilers as I will be reading preview synopses of the books so you'll know what to pick up when you visit your local comic shops. Tell them VM Campos sent you. Also, don't forget to check out my YouTube for comic book-related content, youtube.com slash Now let's talk about the comics. First on the list, I've picked Marvel's Dark Ages number 1 of 6. Tom Taylor is the writer. Interior art by Iban Cuelo. A danger older than the earth threatens everything. For once, the heroes who have saved the planet so many times are almost powerless in the face of it. So this uh, event kind of snuck up on me out of nowhere. I've been in touch with the Sinister War storyline and the Trial of Magneto storyline. But this Dark Ages 1, I sort of uh, don't know where it came from. And it's a multi-crossover event, so all your favorite heroes will band together against the dying of the light. It's only six issues long, and probably not a bunch of tie-ins, so maybe it's a little bit more digestible than the bigger uh, King and Black storyline that was uh, perhaps fatiguing. Did you read the King and Black storyline? Tell me about it in the comments. Next up at Image Comics, I picked The Beauty, All Good Things. Now, this is a one-shot, so it's just one comic to get in and out of to get a good story. We've got written by Jeremy Juan and Jason Hurley and interior art by Matthew Dow Smith. The synopsis tells us that we return to the devastating world of The Beauty for a 48-page special showcasing the finale of the groundbreaking horror series. Now I must admit, I didn't previously read The Beauty, so what does it mean to jump into the finale, this 48-page finale, before reading the previous? Or maybe it's designed in a way that you didn't need to read the previous? You're on the same boat as me but I'm always on the lookout for a good horror series, and this one-shot fits the bill. Next up at AWA, I picked Telepaths, number one of six. This is written by J. Michael Straczynski, and art by Steve Epting. The brand new epic from comic book legends J. Michael Straczynski, who previously worked on The Amazing Spider-Man and Thor, plus Babylon 5, and Steve Epting, who worked on Captain America Winter Soldier. What happens is an electromagnetic disturbance results in the sudden awakening of telepathic powers in a tenth of the Earth's population. This is what I like about comic books, taking fantastical aspects and putting them into the real world. Think about this, this could be plausible, that some percentage of the human population suddenly got a superpower so we'll see where Straczynski takes it. And it's only six issues, so once again, it's a digestible comic that you can get into quickly, get the complete story, and be satisfied. Aftershock Comics brings us Almost American, written by Ron Mars and art by Marco Castiello. Based on a real-life story of real-life spies, Almost American is written by comic masters Ron Mars in close consultation with the Newmans, with art by rising star Marco Castiello. So here's a pseudo-fiction, pseudo-real-life comic book that mixes Cold War intrigue in the comic book world based on real stories. The cover is very evocative. We've got the red, white, and blue... We've got the stars, we've got Moscow. This cover definitely stands out versus the competition. It's it's a great graphically designed cover. And the concept. It's not always about superheroes and fantasy stuff. Comics can also be about real life things. So check out this Aftershock comic and see for yourself. Here's something fun. Acme Inc. is publishing rock and roll biographies featuring Judas Priest, is written by Michael Auschenker and art by Mats Engston. Screaming for Leather, the only other band that Todd Lauren and Rock and Roll Comics never did, Tickle Journey with undoubtedly the greatest heavy metal band on the planet as they find their roots from playing hippie music to headbanging hits. This is intriguing. Included is an incredibly special five page bio backup story, too big to mention the band's name here. So rock and roll comics have been a staple of the comic book industry for decades, and apparently Judas Priest never got a comic treatment, so they're writing that wrong here. And I really want to check out what is this backup story that they cannot tell us the name of the band. I gotta go get my copy and check it out. What band do you think it is? Tell me in the comments. I'm going full indie in this list, it looks like. Here's another indie publisher from Asylum Press. I'm picking up Warlash. Cold Metal Mayhem is a one-shot. Written by Frank Forte and Dwayne Harris. Art by also Forte and Harris plus Steve Mannion. Warlash, an armored warrior of the apocalyptic future, is back. This issue reintroduces Warlash with three tales of hard-boiled science fiction crime noir. So here's a, here's a sci-fi anthology. You know that I love anthologies. You get more bang for your buck. This one's all about apocalyptic futures and armored warriors and the like with a variety of art styles with pretty epic stories. Next on the list is a little bit of a cheat. Mirka Andolfo's Sweet Paprika Number no. 1, Second Printing. Sweet Paprika already debuted uh, about a month ago, I put it on my various top lists, I picked up the first issue, I loved it, I can't wait to read more, I love Andolfo's work, and here is your chance to get issue number one again, reprinted as a second printing. To be honest, the cover is incredibly hot, I can't really describe anything about it, you've got to see it for yourself, but what's the story? Paprika is a successful businesswoman, a New Yorker, of Italian origin. Job and career consume her, forcing her to neglect her personal needs as well as her friends and family. So she's just trying to find love as a professional, the trials and tribulations, all tinged in the worlds of devils and angels. Hey, didn't I see that on... unnatural? Well, that's fine. I'm more for that. And I wonder if this is actually sort of uh, all happening in the same shared universe. I don't know about that just yet. There's a bunch of variant covers, each of them sexier than the last. Get any one that you want, maybe the blank cover so people don't know what you're reading. Now nah, let's not say that, proudly let people know that you're checking out Sweet Paprika. Next up, always get the cosplay covers. Red Sonja is back with a new issue number one and a cosplay cover, written by Mirka Dolfo, interior art by Giuseppe Caffaro. The story, Mother, part one begins. Industry icon Mirka Andolfo presents an all-new version of the She-Devil with a Sword in a thrilling new ongoing series. So I can't wait to check this out because I like Mirka's work. It's really cool that she's doing a Red Sonja series, and the cosplay cover is quite amazing. So I've got mine on my pull list. What about you? Are you reading any Red Sonja books? Do you enjoy the cosplay covers? Tell me in the comments. number 2 on the list is a DC comic, Batman Fierce State Alpha number 1, written by James Tynian and art by Riccardo Federici. The event over a year in the making begins, Fierce State settles upon Gotham City, and no one is safe. Overwhelmed by the dual threat of the Scarecrow and Peacekeeper 01, Batman and his allies have been one step behind since the events of Infinite Frontier Zero. And with the arrival of a mysterious anti-oracle and the return of Poison Ivy, Batman might have more than he can handle. I believe in you, Batman, you can do it. There's a few variant covers. The Ben Oliver one is cool. The Dylan Teague one reminds me a bit of Francesco Matina. Not to worry, we actually have a Francesco Matina foil cardstock version, very epic, very scary. You can get a design cover by Jorge Jimenez. He's cornered the market on this style. But anyone that you choose from, this one shot that gets us into the next event, Fear State, is here. And the number one pick of the week from Marvel Comics is Peach Momoko's Demon Days Cursed Web. It's a pretty long title, but here's the third of five parts of Peach Momoko's entry into the Marvel Universe. Not only is she famous for her amazing covers, but now she's famous for her writing duties, her writing abilities. Taking a decidedly Japanese approach to the Marvel characters, here we see new interpretations of classic characters. Mariko Yashida journeys deep into a dark forest to find answers about her past. Instead, she finds a magical wolf with three toes and a strange girl with a pet spider. Interior art is amazing. The story concepts are intriguing. We've got the number three of five, but it's numbered as number one. The numbering's kind of weird, don't think about it too much, but it's the new Peach Momoko X-Men Marvel comic. Must pick this week. And that was my top 10 list this week. What are you reading? Tell me about it in the comments. Which pics of mine did you like the best? Tell me about it in the comments. What am I missing? What ongoing series do you enjoy? Tell me about it in the comments. Don't forget to go over to the YouTube, youtube.com slash And if you enjoy my content, don't hesitate to click that join button to become part of the VMC crew and unlock exclusive stuff. Starting at 99 cents a month. I would really appreciate it. It keeps me funded, it keeps me going, and it melts my cold, frozen heart. If you can't quite pledge at the moment, help me unfreeze that heart by giving me a like, comment, share, subscribe, ring the bell, battle the minotaur, do all the good stuff. I would really appreciate it. This has been the Weekly VM Compost Comic Book Club, and I'll see you next week.